this will absolutely amaze you. It'll astound you. It will, it's astounded me. Yeah. It's got me very, very worried. I'm thinking of getting a poltergeist now. Um, a guy who gets rid of poltergeist. What's that right. called? You a don't priest. want to get a poltergeist. No, no, you no, want no. to get the bloke, the exorcist. <laughs> you want to get an exorcist in. That's right, the exorcist, not the poltergeist. <laughs> get the exorcist in. Because I think something really, really weird's going on. Right. Get this. Honestly, okay. get this. Right. So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sleeping the other night and I, I'm really, really in great shape at the moment, health-wise, not drinking, yeah. keeping the weight down because, of course, I'm starting a new career in television. You so know, I've heard, yeah. Sports tonight is going to be the big one. And, uh, of course, with my face, I've given up radio. Yeah. Face for radio has gone. Face yeah. for television has, uh, has taken its place. And you've done the hair and the beard and everything. I've done That's the hair. happened. I'm doing the teeth next. I'm having my teeth whitened. Are you? Three, three courses of having my teeth whitened too. So I'll have the, I'll look like one of those American presenters. You know what yeah, I mean? you'll look like David Hasselhoff. No, I won't look like Daisy Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. Sorry, that sounded like a Brazil version. Hasselhoff, <laughs> didn't it? Um, no, but let me tell you about my toothbrush, Mike. This is an amazing story, right? right? So what happens is, what happens is, so I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm sleeping fitfully the right. other evening, middle of the um, night. Middle of the night, moon's out, so there's a bit of moonlight. Uh, you know, who are you with in the moonlight? Who did I see? So tight and all that kind of stuff. That was dollar, by the way. It was. Yeah, and uh, and what happens is the um, the sun. The, no, not the sun. Actually, it's the moon because it's three thirty in the morning. Yeah, the moon's coming through. There's and a bit of moon shadow being cast. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Moon shadow. That was uh, Cat Stevens. That was. So, so anyway, what happens is, all of a sudden, I hear what I think is the noise of a drill. Right. Seriously, seriously. So I thought, how odd for somebody to be using a drill in the middle of the night. And, and how on, you know, how... Uh, Do you mean like a sort of a drill the fixing yeah. furniture? Yeah, yeah, design? like somebody putting a shelf up or something. Right. Now, okay. as you know, I live in a penthouse. Yeah. Um, but in, in those sort of buildings, the vibrations go through the walls and go all the way up and down. Yeah. I thought, how inconsiderate. Somebody's doing that in the middle of the night. Maybe an emergency repair or something, you know. Anyway, I get out of bed. So I go to the window, open the window, stick my head out, see if I can, you know, can't see anything. I, I, I close the window and the noise gets louder. I think, That's strange. What's going on? So I walk to the middle of my bedroom and the buzzing is coming from the floor. Right. I think, so it's got to be the flat below and the guy's doing something there. And I think about getting hold of a walking stick. I've got a walking stick, actually, but like a shoe or something, you know, and banging on, banging the, on, the, yeah, on the floor. Banging on the floor. Yeah, you know, you cut it out. But you've got carpets, of course, so you'd have to ha- ha- hit really, yeah. really hard, wouldn't you? Good point, but I could have, I could have banged on the skirting board. You That's what done. I was going to do, you know okay. what I mean? Um, and anyway, I then suddenly thought, hang on, where's that noise coming from? I opened the bottom drawer of my dresser yeah. and the noise gets louder. I thought, what an... Uh, and I see in there a wash bag, right? Yeah. And it's a wash bag, which clearly I've, uh, I've used on a trip three or four years ago, something like that. And you come back and you empty your bag, you know what I mean? You know, another... Chuck it in the bottom of the dresser. Over. Yeah, that's right, chuck it in there. Anyway, this bag is vibrating. And I'm thinking, oh my God, what is it? Like, is it an escaped animal? <laughs> well, right. not an escaped animal, but, a, you know, is it a, like a, a mouse or something like that? Could it be a mouse? Yeah. But would a mouse be making that sort of noise? It's anyway, still buzzing. It's still... Well, it's humming. It's yeah. not buzzing. Anyway, I open the bag gingerly. Gingerly. That's a good word for me. You do a lot of things gingerly. But you do everything gingerly. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of being ginger. Yeah, well, thank you very much. Ridiculous observation. And, And I open the bag, and you won't believe it, this toothbrush, which I have in my hand now, yeah. describe that, please, to our listeners. I would say it looks like um, circa 1985. Well, it's not um, that old. It's got some uh, bristles that have clearly been used to or, quite a lot or of B. Or B. Well, I wasn't going to give the brand name. Why not? Well, why would I? Well, just to prove that it's a, you know this is a genuine well, toothbrush. Well, I'll take a picture of the toothbrush and I'll okay. put it on Twitter Good idea. people can Good see idea. it. That'd be helpful. But it's a blue and white toothbrush. Yep. Is it from the Everton shop? Well, it's not from the Everton shop, but I, most things I buy are blue. But anyway, listen... This is what happens. Right. For some unknown reason, this toothbrush has activated itself in the middle of the night. And this is the noise. Now, can you hear that? I can. I mean... That... And if it was actually in the bottom of a drawer, it would probably make even more noise than that, wouldn't it? Because it, it, it would was... sort of create a kind of ongoing, you know, 
Like that? Exactly, that See? kind of thing. It's like yeah. a sort of a curve, isn't yeah. it? What do yeah. they call it? A sine curve or something? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, the, the, the astonishing thing about it is... I, I, well, I how does it switch it. itself on? Well, you see, there's an on and off button, see? It's an electric yeah. toothbrush. There's the on. Yeah, yeah, but why would it switch itself on, though? Well, this is what I'm telling you. That's why I think I'm, I've got you a poltergeist some or something. Kind of present. So, so what happens is, so I, you know, I take this, oh, this is utterly amazing. It's quite frightening in the middle of the night. Yeah, I bet. Remember, I live alone. Yeah. So, you know, you know, you can get quite spooked with these sort of things. So... In fact, I was alone on that night. I'll admit to it. Unusual, but I was. Otherwise, right. you'd have sent somebody else. I'm surprised you didn't ring Mrs. Mop up well, and say there's a funny uh, vibrating noise coming from my dresser. Would you mind coming around and sorting it out? Funny enough, I had to um, speak to um, my housekeeping lady to get into the loft of another property I own this ah. week because that had to be uh, had to be cleared out because um, having it relayed with uh, with fiberglass, you know, for yeah. uh, the what about all the asbestos? No, there's no asbestos. Don't worry, I checked on that. Uh, gave her a mask. Anyway, uh, so so what? Uh, gave her a mask. <laughs> well, you know, well, just in case. Yeah. Um, anyway, so so I take the toothbrush out, and I think this is actually how on earth could this switch itself on in the middle of the night? Yeah. Anyway, I thought no more of it really because I took it out and I went and put it in my office. You see, uh-huh. for examination the next day because yeah. for that particular day, having been careful to switch it off, presumably. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. But you won't believe what's going to happen next. Is it one of those rechargeable ones, by the way? Because no. I've not seen. So how would you? How would it take a battery? Yeah, it takes a battery. Oh, I see. Because whenever I've got electric toothbrush, yeah. I've always got a charger for it. No, you know, this you stick is it not. On a stand. No, you just stick a battery in it. And I'll show you the battery in a minute, but I don't want to break it yet right. and open up the battery because I think it'll fall to pieces. But anyway, look, what happens next is I put it in my office, right? And I was, yeah. I was out very early that day. I think I was out at half past four. Yeah. I had I had um, recording uh, obligations from about yeah from about six o'clock. So I so oh crikey, I nearly dropped it. Oh, don't want to drop it. It's a, it's a, it's it a might. not a monument. What is it? It's a an exi- exi- exhibit. An exhibit. Exhibit. Yes. Yeah. So. I put it in my office. You will not believe this. I got in at seven o'clock that night. Yeah. I opened the door and I heard a buzzing noise like this. So start again. My, I am Switched not joking. Switch again. I am absolutely not joking. And I look around the, the, you know, you know when you hear one of those noises when you go and you're always saying, oh Christ, what have I left on? Yeah. You know, is it the iron? Is it the washing machine? You know, the telly? Have I left the telly on? No. Anyway, I looked around and again it led me to the office. I, th- I could not believe it. This was sitting alone on my desk, and I don't—I don't even remember bringing it out of the wash bag. By the yeah. way, it, it was—you know—I'm not suggesting it's it, like it's sitting there taunting you. I'm not suggesting it leapt out of the wash bag. Yeah. I'm not suggesting it leapt out and put itself on the desk. But I'm, there's something very, very funny going on, and it was doing this again. And so I went and switched it off. Okay. I then this is this is another spooky. I then decided to investigate the mechanics of it. Yeah. And you twist the handle at the end there. See. Oh, okay. Right. That. And then the battery comes out. Yeah. Double A battery. Right, okay. But look. What's it's, inside it? It's completely broken. Do you see what I mean? You see the filament yeah. at the top is stuck to the battery. It's corroded onto the battery. So, so the battery shouldn't even work. Of course then. it shouldn't. Of course it shouldn't. So it, it's actually th- working of its own volition. It's, it's, a, it's a ghost toothbrush of, yeah. of, of the most incredibly spooky order, I think. That's incredible. Um, oh, I don't know. Anyway, there That's you go. Quite, that has given me a bit of a shiver, actually. It, it has given me a shiver, yeah. And uh, it was... Well, what, well, why don't you just throw it away, then? Well, because I'm, I'm um, quite literally intrigued by what on earth could switch this to... And I'm going to take it to a scientific laboratory yeah. and find out how an electric toothbrush can switch itself on in the middle of the night that's not been used for about three or four years. And which doesn't apparently have any clear connection to a battery, which it, is corroded. Uh, unbelievable. That is weird. Unbelievable, isn't it, eh? I that, mean, most of your stories are a load of old cobblers, right? That excuse one, me. No, they are. But that one, actually, I'm genuinely concerned for you now. 
well, I mean, it's funny There's things. some kind of presence. Funny things happen to me. In your flat. Funny things happen to me. I don't know why, and, and and they just do. But it was the weirdest, weirdest noise in the middle of the night. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, I I don't know these things happen. Anyway, look. There I, are stories about women, uh, you know, who travel through airports who have embarrassing situations like that. I mean, I've had a, electric toothbrushes I mean, that I've often me, do taken. Excuse me. Do we have to go there? No, we don't have why, to go why, there. Why do you always I'm being have very to turn careful. To smut. No, I'm always being very careful about how I say it. All right. No, I'm have a but I've had a situation like that where I took an electric toothbrush on holiday. And you get to the other end, and you you take your your, your mm. bag off the carousel, mm. and it's and it's vibrating and it's buzzing. Yeah. And then of course, there's no point then in even uh, trying to use the toothbrush while on holiday because it's used up all its battery life yeah. on the plane. But why isn't this battery used up? That's its very life? odd. Because what I'm saying is, I went out at half past four in the morning. Yeah. This was buzzing when I got in. I could have been buzzing for another you know, like twelve but or fourteen hours. But it couldn't buzz for 12, 14 hours straight. It'd be the well, battery would be dead. But I don't know when it turned itself on. It was buzzing. When I got... Anyway, look. That's it, very this, strange. This is so intriguing. Yeah. So intriguing. I um, I decided to uh, inform our mutual, well, my friend Piers Morgan about it. Oh yeah. Because uh, Piers likes to know about these things. You know. Likes to keep up with our life. I'm sure he was absolutely thrilled to hear that story. Well, I'm telling you, he likes to keep in touch with things that are going on in this country. Really? You, you know he does. And I wanted to Well, now that he's left these shores to go and seek his fortune in America. Well, he gets back here and does his shows here, doesn't he? It hasn't really... Well, he still, does the, he? he still does the uh, the ITV stuff, doesn't he? He was doing somebody last night. Who was it? Was it Bruce Forsyth? Did he do Bruce Forsyth? I think he did. Bruce he has done Bruce recently, did, yeah. yeah. But anyway, look, Mike, just Sir on... Bruce Forsyth, I should say. Sir Bruce Forsyth. Indeed, congratulations to uh, Sir, Sir Bruce Forsyth. But on that one, on, on Piers, Mike... Yeah. I, I wanted to have a quiet word with you, actually. Why? Be- well, I think you're in danger of, you know, pushing your luck a little bit in, in, in the way you tell people about your friendship with Piers, because, of course, you're not really a friend I don't tell people that I'm friends with no, Piers. I think you do. You I, do. Keep, I keep that fairly well under my hat, well, actually, because no, I'm no. not one of those people who goes around no. boasting about famous people that I know. No. The thing is, Mike, let's put it into perspective. You know, we both yeah. know Piers, but remember, you were a serf to Piers, whereas I was a tutor. And you know, What do you mean? Well, what I'm saying is, I, I taught Piers a lot of what he knows because I was his boss. At when the, was that then? Well, I was at the when I was the executive. You weren't his boss at all. Of course, I was his boss. You were not his he, boss. Uh, hang on, he wrote the bizarre column, yeah. and I was in charge of you know the output and production of that newspaper, which was. A, <laughs> you were not in charge of the output and production of the newspaper. Absolutely was. And, and it was rubbish. the biggest selling newspaper in Europe at the time. Yeah. It was a massive success. Yeah. And and how and how uh, good was it doing after you left? You managed to kill off about a million circulation, didn't you, while you were there? Excuse me. After I left, the circulation... Every newspaper I've left, the circulation's gone down, OK? Yeah. And it's gone down it, while you were there. No, no, no. It didn't go down when I was there. So all I'm saying is, Mike... So you're telling me that uh, if I ring Piers Morgan up and say, who do you owe it all to, Piers? No, no, Is no, it Mike, Mike Parry? No, Mike. What I'm advising you to do is this. Yeah. Don't ring Piers Morgan up. You'll make a fool of yourself. Why? He, well, look at... The, well, first of all, he hasn't got your number in his phone. So of course he, he has. Don't, don't be Ridiculous. Of course he's got my number in his Don't phone. Don't be so ridiculous. And, you know, all I'm saying is get it into perspective. Piers is now a very famous man, right? Yeah. He's a very talented man, you know, pictures of him on Broadway and that kind of stuff. And you can't go around pretending to be his friends because you make yourself look I good. don't go around pretending to be anybody's friend, okay? Yeah. Piers Morgan and I have known each other for a very long time. Yeah, but only I worked sir. for him. Exactly. Yes. He worked for I me. I was part of his so executive team at the Mirror, right? <laughs> executive team. That's what mirror. I was oh, part yeah. of. Oh, yeah. What sort you of know? executive team was that? It was, there was about 20 of us. You yeah. know, who yeah. sort of ran the newspaper. We now, all kind now, of stuck together. But now, the point, on, about, on, the point about Piers yeah. Morgan and I yeah. is that, you know, I don't abuse Piers Morgan's friendship. Oh, you know? like, You're like, constantly on Twitter no, sending no, Piers no, no. Morgan sort of begging notes. No, no. no please, Piers, 
please join in this little debate I'm having. Hang on. Because then it will look hang as on. if you're my mate, hang right? On, hang on. I don't do that You've got because I genuinely am his friend. Begging notes? Are you mad? Yeah, I'm that's not... what you send out on Twitter. I don't have to beg to people to, to, to want to talk to me. I've got, like, thousands of followers. Well, why are you all Probably sending him messages, then? I don't send him messages. I'm keeping him in touch because I'm a pal. Right. Whereas you, you know, you're trying to jump on So when on was the last wagon? time you spoke to him, then? It's not easy to speak to Piers these days. He's a very busy man. It is. He is a very busy well, man. Excuse me. When was the last time you had Piers in a studio talking to you personally about? Actually, things I had he does? him. I had him on my show, not that long ago. Oh, enough. not that long ago. Not that long no, ago. A decade. But I'll ago. tell you where I didn't see you. Right. Right. Considering you're such a big mate of his. Yes. Was at his wedding. I think it would have been. Do you, intrusive. Might, do I you think remember? Would, I think. Do you remember when Piers got married? Of course, I remember when Piers got married. When yeah. was it then? Well, that was about uh, that was to the lovely Celia. That was about a year ago. About a year ago, yeah. yes, that's right. By yeah. the way, congratulations yeah. also in order to uh, to the Mister and Missus Morgan because uh, yeah. you may not know this. Oh, because she's pregnant. I know she is. And oh, I you know that. Do excuse you? me, I sent my pal Piers uh, saying congratulations, mate, and well yeah. done, and all that mm. kind of stuff. Mm. I, creepy, creepy, no, creepy. No. Hang well, on. where were you at the wedding then? Hang on. If were a, you at, I didn't see you at the excuse wedding. Excuse me, if a mate of yours is about to become a father, don't you send him a congratulations? Not and well on done, Twitter. Pal? Why not? Because that makes it look as if you want everyone to know that you're his mate. It's the only way to get hold of you him these days. You send him a card. It's the only way to get... Oh, yeah. Where should I send it to? Send like, it to his like flat. CNN, California, IA. Well, haven't yeah. you got his address Good at home? thinking. Haven't you got his home address? Uh, he's got he's got more than one house, like me. You know, right? You never know where he's going to be. Do you're you? always telling you know? me that you send thank you cards and you I, send cards to people. Do. You don't send him a card because you don't know where he lives. That's right. That's why. That's, that's why you're not his mate. That's, and that's, that's why that's, when I was looking around at the rubbish. rather star-studded wedding reception, right? Oh yes, yeah. Which was uh, at his parents' house down in uh, Sussex, Uckfield. down in West Sussex, yeah, near Uckfield. Yeah, I know where it is. Quite yeah. in Uckfield. Thank you. You know, um, you do know where our friends. I are. didn't see you there. Oh, you didn't. No. I, Why, I, were you indisposed that day? I was actually, but I, to be perfectly honest, I would have been reluctant to go even if I'd have been available. Yeah. Why is that? Oh, a bit of bandwagon climbing there. And also, also, my, although you went, although yeah. you went, allegedly, yeah. um, did you not feel that you were actually, you know, putting the room with all the trash? You know, you know what I mean? Not because, at all. Because weddings like that with celebrities, they, they have, you know, their family, their close friends and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And then what they do is they normally invite... Um, Normally invite those people they don't really want to be there but have an obligation to yeah. round about sort of nine o'clock at night, you know, when everybody else is plastered and had the champagne. Yeah. And they put you in the trash room with the cold sausage rolls yeah, no, and it say, wasn't why like didn't that. you talk amongst yourselves? No, no, it wasn't like yeah. that at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, uh, nothing could be further from the truth. Oh, really? In yeah. fact, uh, he's a yeah. very generous host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was yeah. a marvellous party. It was yeah. one of the great weddings that I've ever been to. Really? And uh, you shouldn't have missed it. Yeah. Hey, well, I suppose you didn't get invited. Uh, talking about uh, weddings, of course, I was um, I was down at, uh, well, up actually in Suffolk at Mr. Brazil's uh, wedding on... Uh, oh, his daughter's wedding? Yeah, it was great. Very, very yeah. exclusive. You yeah. see, I'm not a friend of Alan Brazil's, yeah. right? No, you're not. I you're know not. Alan, but I wouldn't pretend yeah. no. that I was a friend of no, his. I wouldn't and I wouldn't start sending him messages on Twitter to say, I don't, oh, hello, Al, I, I don't, how I don't are you send, doing? I don't send Many congratulations on, on your daughter's wedding. No, I don't. don't. Because that would be creepy. No, I don't. I, don't I, I didn't send him a message. I gave the opportunity to people who, you know, think dearly of Alan Brazil to express their best wishes on the day of his daughter Michelle's wedding. What is wrong with that? Nothing that wrong with That is it. being pally. That's being a mate. Yeah, but you're I'm, a mate of his. I'm probably Brazil's closest mate. You are. So presumably you would have been there at the church and everything. What they did was, and 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 I, and I can applaud them for this. I can applaud them for this. They decided to have the wedding in the tiny. This is this is an absolutely true story. Yeah. The tiniest little church, chapel, right in Suffolk. Okay. Li literally, it's it's it, it's it's so tiny it can only take about thirty people. 
So they had a very. So you intimate didn't make that. Sorry, you didn't make that then. Well, I didn't want to take the place of somebody who's a member of the close family. Yes, and and that's very good of you. Well, I I thought so. I thought so because I didn't barge my way in. I didn't look. I'm a very close member of the Brazil family. Probably the closest friend that the family. You didn't have any trouble barging your way to my wedding, by the way. Uh, you know the wedding you forgot that as, you actually attended. As, as, no, no, no. As I remember, as I remember, I was chief champagne pourer outside were, the yeah. cathedral, wasn't That's I? That's right. Yeah. yeah, well, that wasn't exactly barging my way in. Getting back to the Brazil thing yeah. and, and, you know, the scurrilous allegation that I was an also ran at the wedding. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, only the family went to the wedding. Okay. And uh, I, of course, attended. The lavish, went to the lavish reception Absence. afterwards. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, and uh, and found it very a very welcoming experience. Good. I am at Mike Parier, and by the way, uh, this show we're doing now it's the Two Mike Show. Yeah, it's on iTunes. Is that right? It is on iTunes. And yeah. Can people get it's it through our chart. website? Well, um, if they if they search for the Two Mics through yeah. Google, they oh, can yeah. find it that way, or yeah. they can go onto iTunes, and it's actually in the comedy charts. Yeah. Uh, on, on under podcasts. Oh, under podcasts. podcasts. I like that. Um, by the way, talking about things that women do, which are completely inexplicable to men, I've seen a couple of cars lately, Mike, and, this, and you tell me you haven't seen it. They've actually got big plastic floppy eyelashes around the headlights. Like plastic, like they're actually three-dimensional, you mean? No, they're two-dimensional. So, you know, like uh, a woman puts false eyelashes yeah. on? They're like those, but they're giant size and they're put around headlights. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Are they just stuck on or yeah. do they stick out? No, they they just lean back as though they're curling oh, back see. from the eye. You see I've not I mean? seen that. See, see, the headlight is the eye, and they curl back. From the, I mean, absolutely mad. And I'll tell you what I saw these. Saw this one in um, a pub in, in Surrey I was in, where I'd just been asked to leave because I'd been caught out with my... No. <laughs> You'd just been asked to leave a pub? I, I, I had, for the, for the most ridiculous reason. Right. I'd, I'd just been caught out on my peanut trick, you know. Um, what peanut trick? Well, well I, I know this sounds a bit complicated, but I have this thing about, you see... Did you know that there is a chemical reaction between alcohol and salt? And that's why you can sell so many crisps and nuts and Yeah, well, it salty. makes you more thirsty, doesn't it? No, it's not to do with the thirst. No? Uh, no, 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 no. Dundads like you think it's, oh, it's to do with thirst. No, of course it's, it makes a salty thing no, to make you thirsty. No, no, Mike, I studied chemistry at school. Did you? And I can tell you, it is, it is a, a well-known um, scientific fact that is a chemical reaction between alcohol, you yeah. know, which is a like a... What is it? It's a drug, isn't it? Alcohol. Well, some people think it's a drug. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's, it's certainly a substance anyway. Yeah. It's a very potent substance. Yes. During the war, you know, my dad used to tell me, because he was in the Royal Navy, that um, the beer was so weak because of the fact that they were rationing and there were no hops yeah. and all that kind of stuff, that they would always come ashore with a bottle of pure alcohol and they would top up their, their beer with a, 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 you know, a bit of alcohol. But it was so massively strong that sometimes, you know, four or six sailors were being carted off to hospital in Liverpool every night because they uh, completely overdid it. And Sounds and like those women at the Take That concert. You it does, actually. Story? Yeah, yeah. Flap like around 100, 100 women being admitted to hospital for uh, alcohol poisoning. Uh, uh, unbelievable. For Take That Incredible. as well. Not middle-aged women. The world yeah, is I tell you, you'd find a new Mrs. Parry up there, I'm sure. Yeah, but you'd go to a Take That concert and hang around. She wouldn't be able to remember marrying me. She'd be in such a state. But anyway, getting back to the peanuts, right? Yeah. And, and, and this is, excuse me, a social ill which I have to draw to the attention of our listeners, right? Now... What happens is the reaction between beer and salt, fantastic, yeah. okay. And I, I, I am a big peanut fan, but, but I will only eat one brand of peanut, okay? Because they're small and they're soft and, and, and they're very nice, you know, and they complement my beer perfectly. And if I go into a pub and I've got the papers and a pint of beer and this particular brand of nuts, shall I tell you the brand of nuts? I or? think you probably can. Well, they're KP nuts, right? I they're those the kind nuts. of soft, shiny ones, aren't they? Soft, shiny ones. Because they're, they're, they're not the, uh, the sort of the more rough... 
no, 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 no. And and they're salted. They're not roast, uh, uh, roasted or deep roasted. Yeah. No, what are they called? Well, they uh, must be roasted. Yeah, uh, they're roasted, but they're not the what's the other ones? You get two lots of nuts. You get salted and you get dry roast. Dry, dry roast. roast. They're not dry roast, right? Yeah. So, I sit down. Now my day is ruined. If there's, so, there's four combinations there. There's me, beer, newspapers, nuts. Okay, yeah. my day is ruined if those nuts are the wrong nuts. Now I don't like the Nobby's nuts, and I'm, I'm, you know, I hope I'm not what being unkind. Nuts? Well, Nobby's nuts are in a long blue plastic packet, yeah. but they they're not so bigger than the KP nuts, and they taste different. They're just roasted differently, right? And I'm sure they're very, very nice, but to my palate, they're not. Right. So what I do is when I go to like a particularly favourite pub. I go to a shop first, and I buy a packet of you KP buy nuts. Buy your own nuts. I do. I buy my own nuts. Yeah. Then I put them in my pocket, right? And I go in, and to be a good customer, I always buy a packet of the Nobby nuts. Okay. But you from are behind not, the bar. From behind the bar. Thank yeah. you. But you're not allowed. You are not allowed to eat any outside nuts in a pub. Did you Why know not? that? That's rubbish. No, it's it's. How can I stop you eating your own nuts? Because they say we've got nuts on sale here. You can't bring in nuts from the outside. What's that man doing eating his own nuts? Yeah, you've got to eat your own nuts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he doing? Well, anyway, so that's what ridiculous. I, so what I do is, I mean, it's like, I can understand you couldn't bring in your own like food if you were eating a lunch yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But a packet of nuts? No, it's the same with nuts, honestly. So look, the other thing I do is I also have a fifth prop, right? Yeah. And it's a cigarette, even though I don't smoke. So what I do is, I pull out this cigarette, start waving it around. Yeah. So everybody thinks, oh, he's going out into the garden to yeah. have a cigarette, right? And it's well, because of course everybody's looking at you the moment you go into. Yeah, a, a, yeah. Why yeah. are you so obsessed with no. the fact that everyone wants to know what you're doing? Because I've, nobody cares, yeah, right? Well, you go well, into a pub and you sit down with your little props, yeah. as you put them, <laughs> yeah. with your nuts yeah. and your newspapers yeah, yeah. and your beer, mm. and you look around and mm. actually. If you had any real grasp of reality, yeah. you'd know that no one's looking at you at all. Well, I always, Nobody cares. Well, well, Nobody's you, you, interested you, you, in what you do. You say that, mate, but I always feel a bit self-conscious. By the way, in in a pub or, or a restaurant or anywhere, I will not sit at a table unless it's got a back to the wall. I will not sit in the middle of a room, okay? What about on a stool? No, no, no. Uh, well, it's still got. I've still got to have the wall behind me. Yeah. I, I would sit in a pub anywhere, in the middle of a room or in a restaurant or anything. I've well, I'm, just, I'm surprised anybody lets you into a pub, never mind uh, waiting to throw you out of one. Well, I'm not going to respond to that, but I'm going to tell you about my the, the peanut strategy, yeah. right? So so I wave the cigarette round. People think, oh, he's going to go on a cigarette. When I get into the garden, what I do is this. It's very cunning, this. Yeah. I open the knobby nuts packet, right. and I throw those nuts away. <laughs> no, I throw them into, the, into a, a bush or a hedge or something, right? right. And then I open my KP nuts... And I pour the KP nuts into the Nobby Nuts packet, right? Do you think this is going a bit elaborate? <laughs> no, no, because, uh, you know, otherwise you, you, you know, you, you will be excluded from the pub. Yeah. So I pour them in. Then I go in and then I look very pleased with myself. How do you make sure that you get them all right in the, in the same hole? Because, I mean, presumably you have to open the Nobby Nuts right yeah, wide open. Do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I open the, top, hold the right. top of the packet, you know, and then and get rid of them, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, last time I did that, a load of squirrels turned up and no, no, it, it caused a real problem. But anyway, so uh, so then I go back in and I look very pleased with myself yeah. and then I start eating the nuts and the barman thinks I'm eating nuts from the Nobby Nuts packet, yeah. but I'm not. Right. I'm eating the nuts. So from did the you get rumbled this time? I got rumbled on this occasion when I saw this ridiculous car. With it. So what happened was, on this occasion, I couldn't go outside and pretend I was going to have a cigarette because yeah. it was raining. So I could only do it in the foyer of the pub. Uh-huh. And you're absolutely right. The guy going around collecting the glasses, and there was a glass panel there, looked through, came to me and said, excuse me, what are you doing? Yeah. And I said, oh, look, I'm really sorry. I said, but I don't like your nuts, so I like to bring my own. I said, but I did buy a packet of your... <laughs> 
And this, this guy. He must be thinking, what on earth no, is up with no, this bloke? Yeah, but hang on, it's only practical. So you're now waving around the, a non-lit cigarette, right? Yeah, that's right. You're yeah. standing in the uh, sort of uh, vestibule of the pub, well, decanting nuts from yes. one packet into another. <laughs> well, basically, and I think yeah, I perhaps that's so. probably why he threw you out, because <laughs> no. he thought, next no. thing this bloke's going to do <laughs> no. is attack one of the members of the staff. He's <laughs> no. clearly deranged. No, it's not. He was on a trading law. He said that you can't bring your own nuts in, so I'm going to have to ask you to leave. <laughs> And, so and, I didn't say, you yeah. are bloody nuts, yeah. get out. Yeah, and I said, but I've got a pint of beer on the table there, yeah. and I haven't even said, that's hard luck. Yeah. I'm, I'm not letting you back in. If I were him, I'd have said, did you bring that with you as well? Uh, and you poured our beer away and poured your own. Why, uh, why, why, why don't you bring your own beer to the pub? Because I'd like the beer you know, in pubs. You can, like, take, you can like, take their beer out, chuck like, it in the garden, you know, right, and then open your bottle surreptitiously no. and pour it back into the glass and no go need. in. No You're need. a very odd man. No, no, I'm not you odd. You are a very I'm, strange bloke. Do you know what, Mike? You see, once again, you've fallen for that. I'm not an odd man. It's just that I address situations that other people ignore. Other people ignore that situation. I do something about it. Why should I have to eat nuts I don't like? Well, don't buy them then. Well, you've got to buy them if you're in the pub. I like the pub. I don't like the nuts, OK? So I've got to oh, do something I go to about pubs it. all the time. I, I can either nuts. change the pub or I can change the nuts, right? I don't want to change the pub because the pub, the next nearest pub I like is 10 miles away. So I change the nuts. And I can't see anything wrong with that. Well, and now I, you know, that you can't as go usual, back to the pub. As usual, you've got absolutely no way of responding to it in any sort of proper fashion. You well, to, you might as well say, I'm going to go to uh, this pub, right, which I really like. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to have a ham sandwich because the ham... Sandwich is the only thing that does it for me. You can't get a, a ham nice sandwich these day. days in a pub. Why not? You can get a massively complicated, uh, you know, ham baguette with salad and and, yeah. and, and and bits of junk on the plate. If you ask for a ham, I, I do. I go and say, excuse me, could you get the chef to make me a plain ham yeah, well, sandwich, on, I've please? I've got an idea for you, right? Oh, yeah. Why don't you ask for a ham sandwich, right? And say, yeah. look, all I want is white bread, butter, ham, right? I do. And then when they put all the other stuff on it, yeah. get your, your cigarette out. Start wandering about in the garden, right? chuck everything else away, <laughs> and then put your own hat, throw the ham away, yeah. bring your own ham from one of the supermarkets, put your own ham in, go back inside and eat the sandwich. You can spend yeah. all day doing this kind of nonsense. See, it's just ridicule and mockery, <laughs> because you, you don't understand the basic principle. I like my, I like my, I like my comfort zone, and comfort, yeah. part of my comfort zone is, is those KP nuts, and, and I, I don't know why you get so worked up about it, honestly, I really don't. 